Yellow. You there? Can't hear you at all, dude. Dubs DF. Okay. There we go. Hold on. Okay. You trying headset on your phone? Yes, I can. Is it shitty still? No, it's pretty good. All right. Yeah, I was. I just pulled out like every headset, earbuds, everything I could to try to find something with the, the speaker. <laughs> Not successful. Uh, so, can you hear me? All right. Yeah, I hear you fine. All right. Fourth time's a charm, baby. Let's do this. It's like the sixth, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fine, six. Welcome to the first ever beer versus liquor podcast, baby. I'm Eric. And I'm uh, Oats. Yeah, Oats. We're not going to go the first time we tried this. We told the story why he's Oats and fuck you. We're not doing it again. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, that, that's loss to the world. From now on, you're Oats. So <laughs> I actually had some, while I was, we were trying to get this thing working, I had some thinking, some thought bubbles, if you will. And here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Our debate. We're going to pick a topic. We're each going to have three arguments in our favor. We'll, we'll go back and forth, you know, we'll, and then we'll just pick a new topic and fuck it. Fuck it. All right? You ready to do this, baby? Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. So the first topic I'm going to throw out there is, of course, beer versus liquor. I, of course, am a liquor man. You're a beer man. So, so, I will go first. I will lead the first argument for why liquor is superior to beer, okay? And that is sheer variety, all right? None of this, yeah, sure, sure. There's there's pumpkin-flavored beer. Good for you. Fucking pumpkin-flavored beer. Congratulations, okay? There is such a variety when it comes to liquor. Rum, vodka, tequila, whiskey, scotch. The list goes on and on and on. There's just so much. How can you go wrong? It's clearly superior. There's so much more of it. That's all I got to say. Mic drop. Your turn, sir. Did you say mic trout? <laughs> Not mic trout, mic drop. But yes, from now on, I'm going to say mic trot. <laughs> just mic trot. Oh, that Oh, shit. That's, I mean, well, you know, if you were going to throw out some form of, you know, baseball player for like game over, I mean, you'd yeah, probably want to so. say, say Mariano personally, you know. Well, I, I don't have to say that to you, but, you know, yeah, yeah. You know that, that's not, you know, game over's Mariano, you know, because you know when he fucking comes in 99% of the time, it's game over. True. Oh, but we get sidetracked, sir. I pass it over to you. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess I would say that there's probably more variety within beer than there is across different liquors. Um, 
you know, like I, I, I can't find two liquors that are as different as, you know, a Pilsner is to like an Imperial Stout. So that, you, you know, you've got heavy, um, chalky, molassesy, you know, stout beers. You've got old world German Pilsners and lagers and shit like that. And it's, it's just polar opposite. And, you know, like look at the beer I'm drinking right now. It's, it's uh, Osprey's Next Catch from Horace Aged Ales. And uh, I think it's Riverside, California. But, you know, crazy tropical fruity IPA. Um, it's all the rage now. But it couldn't be any more different from, you know, say take like a, a sour um, acid bomb, like a, I can't think of an example, but, you know, you've, I think within beer, you've got such a wide spectrum of not just different flavors, but different textures, different mouthfeels, whereas I think liquor is kind of, you know, it's all kind of the same consistency. Um, it all fucking burns when I take shots of it. <laughs> I'm a pussy, but <laughs> well, at least you yeah. at least you you took that out of my ammunition right there by saying it yourself. Yeah, I kind of neutralized that point on my own. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, the, the differences between liquors to me are, are much more subtle that than the differences between beers. I think beers, you know, in terms of not only their taste, but you know, like I said, the, the mouthfeel, the consistency, even the appearance. There's so much more variety. It's, it's the same argument I make against people who say that um, wine has more variety. It's like I, I've never had two wines that are as polar opposite um, as like two beers that are extremely different. So I, I would say that, you know, it, like if you go on to Raid Beer or, or Untapped and you look at the, the list of styles of beer, it's fucking out of control. There's like, you know, 60 plus different styles of beer and they keep coming up with new ones. I think liquor is kind of like stuck in, like you said, it's it's like five to ten main kind of. It, maybe I'm just not educated, but like you know, there's there's probably I couldn't really name more than like seven or ten types of liquor, and then there's different ones within that, but they're all you know kind of the same style. So I don't know. In, in terms of variety, I would say that that beer definitely has the upper hand there. Okay. All right. Well, you know, you, you you make an interesting argument there. I hear you. I hear you. But you lead me straight, sir, straight into my second counterpoint. And you know what that is? You know, you know who likes all those fucking lottie daddy fucking fruity beers that you just mentioned? Hipsters. Fucking hipsters like their fucking craft motherfucking beers. Okay. And fuck yeah. hipsters. No one wants to be a hipster. Not even hipsters want to be hipsters. So there, that is my second argument for, I'm keeping it straight to the point. Fuck hipsters, hipsters like beer, liquor's better. You're not wrong. I, it's hard to walk into the brewery and, you know, see a guy behind the bar that doesn't have like a big bushy beard, you know, Kevin, Kevin Euclid's 2006 monarchy or something. <laughs> Kevin Euclid's It is with beer that I that I kind of struggle with. It's like, ah, I don't really identify with any of these fucking dudes, but, you know, <laughs> they make good shit, so you just kind Come of Come on, man, you're it. starting to agree with me. You're losing. You're losing it. Come on. Hey, man, you got to turn this I, one. On this point, you're right. Um, <laughs> my, I guess the counter-argument would be like, all right, who's, what's the type of person that drinks a lot of liquor? Um, Alcoholic? 
Uh, yeah, I don't really have a good counter argument there. <laughs> people who patronize the, uh, the style. Yeah, that's right. the point. All right. Well then, you you have no further argument for your precious beer. You're just I'll ceding go. it to me. I can make another argument, which is you don't have to mix it with anything. You know. Oh, you know well played, sir. As I mix another drink, well played. Yeah, it just is what it is. You know. I mean, I guess that you know, it's mixers can add a little something to it, but and it's it just kind of sends the message that like oh it's, it's not good enough on its own i have to fucking load it up with a can of sweetened soda or whatever well played sir well played that is a solid argument there i will give you that but once right. again i'm gonna turn i'm gonna turn it on you buddy i'm gonna turn it on you and here's how i'm gonna turn it on you for my last point my last point in this debate Liquor is better than beer for the exact reason of the purpose of alcohol is to get you drunk. And what's better <laughs> to get you drunk than liquor? Just look at that fucking percent of alcohol. Liquor, it's not even a battle. Not even a fucking battle. Beer with your wimpy, what is it? What is a fucking one beer is like, oh, 5% alcohol, good for you. I fucking got a nice handle of rum here right now. I'm going to pull this out right here. And oh, motherfucker, I can't find it. Son of a bitch. It's alcoholic, okay? That's all we need to fucking know. It is motherfucking alcoholic. Where is it? There we go. 35% alcohol by volume. Boom. All right? <laughs> Drink our liquor. Drink your liquor. It's, it's liquorlicious. It's another argue. I would say beer can get every bit as drunk, but it's going to do it more slowly, and you get to at least save face for a little bit before you're completely in the bag. So you can kind of, you know, treat it like a marathon and not a sprint, at least. Yes, you've seen me in the bag plenty. Oh, God. All righty. We've each made our point. Each made our points to whoever the fuck is ever going to listen to this. But if anyone ever does listen, we'll find out who, what they really think. But... I will say, Brendan, I think there is one thing that we can both agree on in this debate. Fuck wine. Fuck wine. Fucking wine. All these fucking winos. I would agree with that, yeah. When, 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 when did that... Look, don't give me... I mean, I don't have a taste for wine. I really don't have a taste for wine. I don't have a taste for beer either. That's evident. But, I mean, what the fuck is like... All these winos out there. Get the fuck out of here, you know? Yeah, I mean, I can glass of wine but even if i do it's there's not enough variety to me it's, it's yeah i don't know that's just uh it's a, it's not only the variety but it's just like how do you drink more than one glass of that it's just like it's just fucking gross yeah uh, i mean red wine you got all the people that you know the i i swear i like i don't think i could ever go seriously watch a wine tasting and you know when someone spits out the fucking wine like what the like get get over yourself. Don't get me wrong. Sideways, fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, I highly recommend it. But have not. Oh, it's a good movie. But it's about a guys who go wine tasting. But I just oh whatever. Okay. I don't know if you have a, a, a an option for us to debate, but I've got one. If you don't, you got anything on the table, sir? 
Yeah, load it up, and then I'll, I'll think of one while we're doing that. Okay. That. All right. This, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there, but this time you have to go first, sir. And hopefully, okay. hey, if we ever agree on one, then I guess it's just a debate over. But I don't think we are going to agree on this one because we've had this conversation briefly in the past. Okay. The second debate, sir, is who is the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Ah, shit. So I think I fall into the Leonardo camp. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, because I used to, so I grew up with two brothers and a neighbor across the street. We were the four turtles, and I would always play Leonardo. Um, I mean, he. Did I lose you? Ah, crap. Did I lose you? Come back. Well, folks, while we wait for Brendan to come back. Oh, I mean, Oats. Oh, shit. My screen. Oh, there we go. He's back. You there? Yeah. Did you hear anything? I did not hear. I heard the the. I heard the. You you played Leonardo when you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can't let your screen go dark. I think if your screen goes dark, it stops recording. Yeah. So um, just in front of my just, like just try uh, tapping your screen every now and then. All right, continue. Make your Leonardo debate, sir. So the point I was making about Leonardo is he was the brains behind the operation. So he developed all the, you know, he's like the R&D guy who came up with all the weapons and the vehicles. Um, I feel like he planned out all the missions. Raph was just like the muscle. Uh, Michelangelo, I don't know what he's there for. He was the same thing. And then Donatello was, you know, I guess a little bit smarter than Raphael and, uh, and uh, Michelangelo. But, um, yeah, I would say Leonardo was he was the uh, you know, everything they did was, was kind of the the engineer, I guess, the uh, doctor. Without he gave them the direction, he gave them all the tools that they needed. He was the driving force for turtles, I would say. Okay, I hear you, and I think you know I'm going to counter with Michelangelo. Michelangelo is the best turtle. Come on. I mean, this is this is a no doubter. And you know, I'm going to preface this. I'm going to preface this, you know, I was never I was never I would love to one day read all the original comics and you know, I, I know those are a lot darker, but I mean, for most people the turtles are the video game, the fucking cartoon and the movies, right? That's that's what people know. The turtles our age knows the turtles from that. I mean, come on, how can you go against Mikey Man? He's the coolest one. He's the most laid back one of the group. Doesn't got to stick up his fucking ass, you know? <laughs> like Leonardo, the fucking oh, we gotta do what fucking you know Splinter says, guys. We gotta fucking train. But Michelangelo's like, dude, 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 dude. We we got this. We got this, baby. You know, come on. How can you go against that laid-back, chillax, ninja fucking attitude? Like, he's the perfect, like, counter ninja. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna just be cool, but kick your ass. That's, that's Mikey. I'm cool, and I'm still going to beat your ass, baby. Michelangelo, best turtle. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, come on. Yeah, I guess he's entertaining, and he's kind of a 
and a, a relief valve from the rest of the guys. But yeah, that's, that's kind of a, I would say, you know, you know, the part of the Ghostbusters, or I think it's Ghostbusters 2 in the beginning where they're like, not even fighting ghosts anymore. They're just like doing birthday parties and stuff. Like that's the capacity that Michelangelo would, would drive in. I don't, I think when it comes, when push comes to shove and actual, just what they're doing, I don't know, whatever it is. Saving the O'Neill. I think he's, uh, he, yeah, he provides a bit of fighting backup, I guess, but so do all of them. But I don't think he adds very much value in terms of uh, figuring out what they're going to do, planning things out. Like I said, coming up with, with new weapons, inventing all the shit that's going to happen from around town. <laughs> Plus, you're, you're a good point. Uh, Erica walked into the room in the middle of this. She's, she's, uh, she's, I'm cheating because she's, she's getting me pointed to. But you're definitely the Leonardo anyway. Like you're, you're over, you're a planner. You're a, you know, yeah, you're the thinker. You're the, uh, type A person. You're, you're bringing cheat. You're cheating. You're bringing in help here. That's, that's, hey. and you know what? You know what? That's all good. That's all good. Cause it's gonna, you're gonna need a witness there for when I lay down this truth bomb on you, motherfucker. Okay, because okay. here it comes. Mikey is the only one with the cojones to fight. Motherfucker fights with nunchucks. Takes on fucking, you know, Shredder with fucking nunchucks. You know, let's fucking Leonardo with his two swords. Fuck, dude, you give me two swords and fucking years to train. Yeah, I could be badass too. Fucking to have the cojones to go into battle with a pair of fucking nunchucks? Come on, dude. That is the most baller of fucking weapons of the four. Leonardo's got two swords. Donatello fights with a staff, fucking giving himself the length. Even Wrath, yeah, sure, Wrath has the two sights, which are short-range weapons, but they're fucking sight. They're fucking still basically swords. They're sharpened fucking weapons. Mikey's going into battle with fucking nunchucks. He literally has to kick your ass by just fucking being baller. Mikey, man, he's so much better. Come on, dude. He has the balls to go into battle with two fucking sticks attached to fucking chains. Come on. Yeah, but what, what, what's the what's the ultimate goal? It's to, you know, beat the foot soldiers and shredder. It's not to, like, you know, show off that you can do it with the hardest weapon. I would say Leonardo is, is much more focused on the task at hand. He doesn't, he could probably do it with a more primitive weapon. He could, he could do nunchucks if he had to, but he wants to, uh, you know, give himself every advantage possible and make sure that the mission is, uh, is successful. So he's not fucking around. He doesn't need the, uh, the flare points. The flare points, the cojones, you mean. So, and you know what? Once again, I saved the best point for last. The one you can't counter because you burned your three, baby. You burned your three. When it came time to do what the coolest part of the turtles was, pizza time, baby. And who was in charge of the pizza? Mikey was. Clearly, you put the baddest motherfucker in charge of the pizza, okay? And he didn't disappoint. He always brought back, come on, dude. You watch those cartoons. Every time they busted out the pizza and the gooiness as they picked up a fucking slice, you don't sit there and tell me you weren't thinking, motherfucker, I want a piece of fucking pizza right now. And you know who was in charge of that pizza? Fucking Mikey, baby. That's why Mikey's the best. Was he, what, he, he always ordered it? Is that his deal? Like, he, he, like, yeah, fuck. 
Yeah, dude, you go watch it closely. Mikey's fucking in charge of the pizza delivery, dude. He fucking, he's always the one bringing the pizza. The one thing that they never wanted anchovies, and they always, like, half the episodes, they would wind up with anchovies anyway. Well, that's very- Mike, you know what? Mikey's, Mikey's allowed to fucking put anchovies on there, because you know what? He's the fucking gangster that's going out and fucking fighting with nunchucks, so they have to respect him. They have to go, okay, Mikey, we don't want anchovies, but we're going to give it to you, because you're the badass motherfucker. I don't know if he even wanted it. I think he just got it by accident because he was. I don't know. You know, I'd have to go back. What? <laughs> I just ruined my entire point there. I tried, but I lost it. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, he tried to specify no anchovies, and then by even saying the word anchovies half the time, he wound up with anchovies because it put the idea in his head. <laughs> I think I'm. I'm wondering though. I'm wondering. Do we agree on the worst turtle? Um. Hmm. Would it be Raph. Raphael? Yeah, Raph. 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 He was a hothead, right? Yeah, he was just fucking. You know, like. Yeah, he 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 really just like was there to just be antagonistic, you know? Yeah. Uh, didn't really work. Yeah, he was kind of like the. Uh, I don't know. I could make a hockey reference. Um. Sean, he's like a Sean Avery of the, of the squad. I'm trying to think who would be another example in like baseball. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, come on, dude. The fucking hockey reference, come on. Although Sean Avery, the name rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's there to be a pest. Although I guess Rap was really a pest. He was just kind of like, yeah. Antagonistic. No good reason to be. Yeah. All right. You got you got one you got a you got one we can debate. Um, I mean I'm I'm looking I'm actually watching the Twins uh, Indians game right now. Motherfucker, what channel are they on TV? Um, I'm watching it just a bootleg uh, screen. Are oh, you fucked? Fuck you. <laughs> just say like, you're watching my team play fucking baseball. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Don't worry, I, I fucking got I got football on mute here. I'm watching the Browns game from the other night, so. Oh yeah, did it preseason game? Yeah, yeah, it was the first preseason game. No. Oh yeah. shit. Oh. All right, you got one? You got one? Come on. Let's see. I told you I was gonna drink you about a drink. I'm on my second drink. You better be on your second. Um finishing up the first, but it was a sixteen ounce can, so uh Oof, get a little bit. Uh and it's seven percent, so it's what? Seven percent. So. Seven percent. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. That is, that, 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 for beer, that's that's good. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah. They're not always good the higher they get, but hey, this one's good. All right. Um. Fuck. Um. Can we go into the sports realm since I'm we since we're both whatever the fuck we want to do? It's our fucking podcast. Trust me, the next one I've got is d- just wrong, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take it to this sports room. I'm going to say... I would argue that hockey is the best live sport to watch. Ooh. Okay, okay. I hear you. I hear you. I will take you up on that one. 
I will take you off on that one. And that's my turn to go first. And this is this is hands down, baby. Football. Best live sport to watch is football. And I assume by live you mean in person? Right. Okay. Yeah. No, this is this is not even close. It is one hundred percent football. If you ever go to a look, you know, professional, I get I get it. Professional games, they're fun. They're fun, but I'm sorry. This is no doubter. If you were to ever go to a college football game, one of the big college football teams, I don't care if you're from, you know, middle of nowhere, Montana. If you go watch a game at Ohio State or a game at Penn State or a game at Alabama, just the, 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 the atmosphere there is just so intense and so amazing because unlike any fucking professional sport, College sports ramp it up a level because of the connection that people have to those universities. If you're an alumni, or even if you're just, you know, a local of that area, like if your school is fucking playing football, you are like ratcheted up your intensity level because then it is a part of you. You are part of that university. So the wins and losses fucking carry extra meaning man they carry extra meaning and i mean yeah i know college has all the sports and yeah sure you know i'm sure i've never been to a duke basketball game i'm sure duke basketball sure i'm sure it's great whoop-de-doo you know college basketball is fun but nothing beats i'm sorry you get a hundred and five fucking thousand people in a fucking football stadium watching a fucking ohio state football game the level of intensity there is like nothing i've ever been to man I wouldn't. Some of the, those are the best events I've ever been to. Are fucking Ohio State games, man. Selling hmm. point. I, I actually real college football Football, a lot of the Texans 
so far away that even if players make it off, great play ball and then block, tackling, I don't really notice it as a threat. Four players are a little bit hard to follow as a casual. And like I said, as far as play, not an All right. Well, first of all, I'm just going to like starting to have a hard time hearing you there. So you might want to check your fucking uh, set there. But I was able to make out enough of it. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Oh, and you're better now. So, all right. I heard most of what you said there. And a lot of it, you seem to be attacking the game of football itself, which I don't think you value enough how much of a chess match football can be. The back and forth, you know, when someone goes into, you know, fucking uh, an empty set five wide receiver look on offense and how quickly the defense has to react to get into time package and, you know, be prepared for that. And, you know, it's just the back and forth, fucking chess match of back and forth, offense versus defense. I mean, you know, you don't get that in hockey. You just get fucking guys passing the puck back and forth, back and forth, you know. And fucking, you know, eventually they try and take a shot at Ned if they get, you know, come on. Football, every play, yeah, they have to reset every play, but every play is a different fucking strategy. It, t- it changes every fucking down, distance, time. I mean, just the, the, the thought of it. And when you're there live watching it and seeing these plays unfold in front of you, it's just like nothing better, you know, especially when you're live. You know, hockey, you can watch on TV and you'll be fine. You just got to follow the fucking puck. Football, you know, while, while the TV is showing you, you know, when the ball is snapped, you get to see what the quarterback's doing. When you're live at an event, you can see the patterns the receiver's running, the breaks they're taking. You know, you can see the whole play unfold in front of you. You're not relying upon a TV camera to, you know, hopefully, you know, oh, shit, you know, the camera fucking uh, cuts over just in time to see the receiver catch the ball. No, if you're live, you're watching that shit, baby. I, yeah, I, so my point was going to be that, like, how does being live aid in, like, watching the chess match? Because I think on TV, you know, they'll show you the replays and they'll show you the specific formations that, like, you might have missed. But I feel like live, unless you're really tuned into that stuff, if, if you're an avid football fan, you'll get it. But for the most casual football fans like me, you're not even going to really appreciate that stuff. Whereas I think in hockey, you know, even if you're not – a big hockey fan, you can just appreciate some of the individual skill. It, it's kind of, you know, you don't have to be looking out for different strategies. It's just kind of, you know, it's easier to just look at it and say, oh, that, that was a really cool, crafty, athletic play. And, like, of course that happens in football too, but I don't think the strategy really comes through if you're there in live unless, you're, unless you know what to look for in the first place. Um, but I think the final point that I'll make is you can drink at NFL games, whereas you can't drink at most college football games. <laughs> well, you can always drink. It just depends if you want to sneak it in or not. Yeah, which is true, which is what we did at Penn State. Can you drink at Ohio State or no? Uh, they are starting to – they are now offering beer. Yeah, they've opened it up a little bit. Oh, beer. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I got to call them up. <laughs> hey, fuckers. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Last thing they need. Last thing they need is people drinking liquor and actually getting drunk because that's the fucking job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. All right, fine. You know what? I, I, I'll counter. I got one more point, I think. Or am I done? No, I've got one more. I've got one more point to make. And I think you do too. My last point's going to be just the fucking, yeah, okay, you you can say hockey is action. You know, yeah, there's there's the plays obviously go a little bit longer. There's longer between the, you know, offsides and, you know, the, the goalie stop and play, all that. But you also have two fucking fifteen minute intermi- or intermissions or ten or whatever. You gotta fucking twice, twice sit on your ass for however fucking long those intermissions are. And God help you if there's a fucking tie at the end of the third, because then you gotta sit again. Fucking football, you got one halftime. You that's your perfect time. You go take a piss. You grab some water, some food, you know, some whatever you want to get. You get back and you're fucking there in time for the game, or you don't go anywhere because fucking, you know, like if you're Ohio State, you get the greatest tradition, you get the best damn band in the land coming out, giving you a great halftime show. Yeah, sure, there's timeouts here and there, but they're only like two minutes at most. Most are two minutes and you're back to the action. So you take that time, you reset, you know, you talk to whoever you're at the game with, you check your phone fucking hockey you have to fucking twice twice go out there and fucking waste time let's fucking get out of here well, Come on. the typical halftime half 15 15 minutes that's pretty impressive yeah i thought it was longer i mean nfl halftime is way too fucking long the that's hockey intermission generally you're used to uh, NFL halftimes also only 15 minutes. They're both only 15 minutes. Don't the, the Super Bowl halftime just gets blown out of proportion. That's actually one of the reasons why the Super Bowl, you know, they is like no other game because all these teams are used to only spending 15 minutes in Super Bowl. They got to spend like 40 minutes in the locker room. Halftime's 15 minutes in the NFL. Yeah, man. I watched enough NFL games. I should probably know that, but I always thought of, maybe I just like tune out and then I randomly come back later and I don't realize that it was like a much shorter break than I was expecting. But I don't know. Hockey intermission is probably like 20 minutes so you got two of those. But I would argue if you have two 20-minute intermissions versus one halftime that one halftime is going to be brutal trying to get food or beer or bathroom break or whatever. Whereas in hockey you've got, you know, you can kind of spread out the crowds in the stadium and uh, you know, people typically won't leave their seats like both intermissions. Like you can go one or the other. So it's like at any time, it's it's usually about half the amount of people versus like the entire stadium trying to get their shit done at halftime. So if you can kind of set that up over two breaks, it makes it for a little bit less uh, stressful experience, you could say. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> Actually, I actually looked it up while we were talking. I think college football is definitely 15 minutes, but uh, NFL is actually only 12 minutes, halftime. Oh, and I forgot my, my biggest point. Um, and the main reason that I like to go to live hockey games is to watch warm-ups. I know you can watch warm-ups in football, but they're basically just throwing the ball around. I think in hockey you get a, a much you know cooler sort of exhibition of individual skill at warm-ups, and you get to – 
go all the way down to the glass. You know, even if your tickets are in the, the nosebleeds, they let you come down and watch the warm-ups like right at the glass. And you can literally be, you know, if the player's on the other side of the glass, you can be like less than a foot away from him, which is pretty sweet. Now you're just idolizing these rando fucking guys. Getting hard. Yeah. I mean, hey, that's, that's, that's fandom in part, you know. Uh, yeah, shipping, right. but, you know, it's, it's cool to get up close and see them do their thing. How's that second drink coming along? Um, good. Beautiful. It's actually my third, but uh, it's the second one since it started. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Can we agree on something? What's the fucking worst one to go watch live? Uh, basketball. Oh, get the fuck hey. out of here. You would say baseball? Yes. Of the big four? Of the big four, it's baseball. I'm sorry. I, I, I like baseball. Baseball is a TV sport to me, man. I can do like no more than one baseball game a year at most. Fucking, it, it's just, it's such a drag. Such a drag. What if you can go to Indians games? I do. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, when they would come up to town here, I would, you know, I used to actually fucking, like, you know, we, Kayla and I, for a couple of years there, went to a couple fucking game in like when the Indians were in town, we'd go to two of them. And the second one, I'd be on my way there, like I don't really fucking want to go. <laughs> I'd rather just go back to the apartment, and watch on the fucking TV. It's just such. I mean, but do you think part of that is because they're they're the away team, and then everyone's rooting against them? I mean, no, it's, when, when you're the home team, and oh fun, yeah, I don't give a shit if I'm the away team. You know what? Because it, it is what it is. You know, I I'm I've gone into enough enemy territory that that means nothing to me. I just ugh, it's such a drag, man. Such a drag. Like, and I like baseball. Don't get me wrong. I like baseball. You know, I root for the Indians. I, I, I watch more baseball than I do hockey. But yeah, I would that. rather go to a live hockey game. I'll give you that. Hockey, I would rather probably go to a live hockey game consistent. Like, if you told me, if you told me, like, right now, I had five days in a row, I had to go to a hockey game or a baseball game, I would pick hockey. Just because yeah. I think more you know entertaining watching live baseball i mean because with hockey there's a pretty definitive end time <laughs> baseball i mean it can just go back and forth back and forth and i mean there's, yeah. there's you know like when you're at a when you go to football basketball hockey you know there's some bad seats but generally wherever you end up in that stadium or arena you know, you, you'll be all right. Baseball, man, it's just fucking, like, there can be some shit. Like, if you're in the outfield, like, you, you know, it just sucks if you're in the outfield. Like, you, know, you, can't, you can't tell if the pitch is a ball or strike, so you have to wait for the, I don't know. I know yeah, baseball, baseball's doing a lot to improve it. I know, and it will get better, but. It's just, it's rough, man. It's rough. And, you know, I the other thing is, at the end of the day, baseball's played in the dead heat of the summer. So uh-huh. 60% of the games are in the worst fucking months of the year, and the majority of the ballparks are outdoors. So you're going outside, even if the sun's down, it's still fucking 80 degrees, muggy, just uncomfortable, shitty, you know. Like, ugh. I hear no- that. I- but a lot of the 
a lot of the uh, the reasons that you say that you don't like to watch baseball in person, there's some, you know, it's kind of the reasons that I do sometimes. Like, it's kind of comfy to go to, a, you know, a game in the dog days of August and sit in the upper deck and, a ha- you know, a mostly empty section and kind of spread out, watch the game unfold. And like you were saying, it's a play-by-play sport, same as football. So there is, you know, if you look closely, there's a bit of strategy with each play. There's a different pitch. There's a different defensive oh, yeah. line and who's batting it's, it's a oh, yeah. dance park it's never supposed to be like an intense sort of spectacle i'll give you that no there is and like i said there's absolutely a strategy but that's also why baseball is a better tv sport because <laughs> no seat no, no, i'm gonna rephrase that there's only like five seats in a baseball stadium that are going to get you a better view than you will from the TV, and those are the seats that are directly behind home plate. Because <laughs> otherwise, yeah. I like to watch the outfielders and how they, you know, how they align. I like to see what guys do between pitches, between at bats. Uh, more of the peripherals, I guess. And, it, and it's also just kind of a cool Americana sort of thing, just hanging out at the ballpark and, you know, having a beer or rum and diet, just kind of having a hot dog. It's, just the experience of being there there's you know you get a breeze through the stadium which i guess happens at football too but it doesn't happen at an arena like for a basketball game it's something very uh just kind of soothing and then what was my other point i was going to make i was going to say one more thing Hmm. oh yeah so like most of the game is pretty slow there's not too much action happening in most games unless it's you know like a crazy playoff game or whatever but when there is i say when a home run is hit by the home team there's very few moments in like live sports that equal that sort of like instant reaction from the crowd. Cause even when there's a football touchdown, in most cases you're lining up pretty close to the end zone anyway, and people are pretty ready for it. But like a home runs usually just out of nowhere and it gets people from oh, zero to dude. six. No, no freaking way. No freaking way. I got to take you to a Buckeyes game with me one day, man. There is nothing like the fucking like, when there's a deep throw fucking, you know, especially one that's like heading to the end zone, like a 40, 50 yard throw receivers burning down the sideline for the end zone, fucking entire stadium standing up. And then, you know, the second lands in the receiver's hands for the fucking touchdown. There's, I, I get where you're coming from with the home run. There is nothing crazier than a fucking 50 yard TD bomb or you know, running back, busting through the line and fucking taking off for 60 yards. Because that that's then 60-yard touchdown run. Most guys, it's going to take them five, six seconds. And that's just five to six seconds of sheer just exuberation from the fucking people just screaming and jumping and just, oh, my God. No, I'm sorry. I disagree with you there, man. It's two sorts of, uh, you know, ecstasy or whatever. It's like, you know, say there's a walk-off home run, that's like a split-second thing where people go from zero to 100. And then, like, if you've got, like you said, the guy's streaking down the sideline, and he's... You're trying to argue a walk-off home run? Come on. That's, that's like, you know, of course, a walk-off home run. That's a walk-off home run. Yeah, okay, but you could have but the same thing in football. You could get the same thing in football, man. Or fucking, you know, Hail Mary pass to win the game. Yeah, that's true. But, like, so even when that happens, like you said, you've got a few seconds leading up to it where you see the guy streaking, you see the the pass get thrown and, and coming in, and he's 
you know, if it hits him in stride, it's like, okay, you have a few seconds of like feeling right, that. Which is pretty cool. That's a different sort of thing versus like an instantaneous off the bat, like loud crack of the bat. So I think I it's, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. More enjoyable for me. I mean, like, you know, like I, I always, I've always told this to, you know, when I've gone to watch baseball games with, with Kayla, you know, like it's, it's so annoying when you go to a baseball game, whether you're the visiting fan, the home fan, but you know, I always tell, I always say when there's a big crack on the bat there, I'll stand up. I don't look for the ball. I look at the outfielders. Yeah, so, exactly. I, I get where you're coming from, but like, like, you know, all these, all the, the majority of fans jump up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there watching the center fielder just walk over, look up at the sky. It's just like, stop cheering. The idiot's going to catch the fucking ball. So, you know, you, there. You, you get the same, you get stupidity with fucking home runs. At least with, you know, a deep touchdown, you know, temp throw, you know, yeah, there's the chance that it might get broken up or dropped or something. But, like, that's that's just the, like, the agony of, you know, like, oh, fuck, like, oh, motherfucker, you had him open, you know, with a, with a home run, you know, it's just like that excitement in the stadium is mostly built off stupidity. Yeah, I mean, I hear you there. I, and I probably don't experience that as much because Yankees play in a stadium where, like, anything that's hit 75% is a home run. <laughs> so if it looks like a home run, it usually is. Uh, <laughs> but they played at a, a more pitcher-friendly ballpark. But, yeah, all the time, especially if a home run just happens, like, you know, the next guy hits a lazy fly ball to right, and, like, two-thirds of the stadium starts screaming. But um, I would also say, you know, the, the equivalent of that in hockey is when there's a power play, and the home team is on the power play. <laughs> and start once they get into the zone and they get set up in the zone and they get, you know, start passing it around. Immediately, the the home crowd, at least in America, like I, I've been to games in Montreal, they don't do this, but you know, going to like a Devils game, immediately people start screaming, "Shoot, shoot, shoot!" Like there's no fucking way into the net. Like that's what they practice the penalty kill for. Like there's clearly no avenue to get to the net, and that's why they keep passing around the perimeter. But it's just you know. The stupidity of, of live action fans, I guess. Yeah, that, that there's, there's a form of that every of the major sports. I won't. I was gonna say you're making my point for me, but there's yeah, there's stupid fans in football too. You know, they're screaming for flags. It's just like sit sit down. It's not fucking no flag there. You know, shut the hell up. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. By well, the way, I don't think I I don't know if I told you this. Technically, we only have an hour. And then it stops recording. So, okay. Um, do you have the timer on your phone there? Uh, it's like forty-seven right now, just about. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I will keep going. I'll do another session, a second one, if you will. But I got okay. one more question, and then we can either call it a night or start again. So here's the last one. Before we move on, hold on. Let's right. let's let's do this because I've said this like many years in a row to you, but this year I mean it. I'm gonna, I am I want to come to an Ohio State game, and then I want to take you to either a Blue Jackets game or a Devils game, or even even a Bruins game if we – well, no, no, fuck that. I didn't say that. I was waiting for you to say that. Fuck, fuck that. Uh, well, this, I'm actually taking the, 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 the daughter. I'm not going to say the daughter's name on this thing, but uh, I'm taking her to her first Buckeyes game this year. So uh, Awesome. I got 
So, well, but I will take you up on that offer. We will plan something. I promise. We'll get you out to a game. All right. Awesome. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll do a hockey game and we'll get their yeah, warm up. Don't get me wrong. I lo- I like hockey. I do. I I mean, I think I'd more into it if I was there. Like, don't get me wrong. I would get more into a hockey game than I would get into a soccer game. Like. And I used to play. So- I used to play soccer. I used to fucking really enjoy playing soccer. I don't know how people watch that. I fucking that's beyond me. Like I don't totally agreement there. Um, <laughs> we could have a whole separate uh, pile on onto the uh, onto the you know live soccer shit. Even TV. We just lost everyone in the European market. Fuck. Yeah. We lost the three overseas listeners. <laughs> These non-existent listeners. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We lost Pablo in Spain. Fucking Pablo. Oh, yeah. Going with it. All right. All right. Here's my last one. Hopefully, okay. hopefully, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead. You go first, and I will just argue for the other other point, just for the sakes of arguing for the other point. But hopefully, you uh, you don't agree. But here All you right. go. You ready for this one? Would you rather? have to puke your guts out for five minutes, then you're fine. You're totally fine. You can walk away. You feel fine. Okay. Or have to spend 45 minutes with the worst diarrhea of your life. But then once again, once it's over, you walk away and you're fine. So five Mm. minutes, 45 minutes of just fucking diarrhea leaking out of your ass. I ask you, which would you rather go through? I uh, I think I'm gonna fall into the puke camp. Excellent, excellent. I'm on the other page. We can do this. Good. All right. Argue puke. Yeah. The the obvious argument is yeah, it's it's one ninth of the time of a yeah. I think puking is a little bit more uh, traumatic (laughs) since. Literally coming out of your mouth, but uh, I would say it's much more bearable because I don't know. Sometimes, at least you know, for the first few seconds, puke can be kind of uh, puking is kind of like therapeutic. It's almost like, all right, this is this needed to happen. This is good, even though it feels like shit. There's like that mental sort of calming to it, where it's like, all right, whatever was the problem, it's now getting out of me. versus diarrhea is just kind of like I don't know what the fuck is going on is there blood down there it's like it's not very there could be blood and puke but you would see it immediately but if you see it coming up and it's just like food and whatever you're, you know you're good it just has to happen you have to ride it out oh god alright <laughs> that was that was <laughs> <laughs> There's blood down there. Oh God, that's the quote of the show. Oh, well, I have to follow that one up. I have to follow up, and I'm just gonna say, here, here's, here's why I would take the diarrhea. I mean, this is one of the reasons. But I mean, if you're gonna puke, just think about the action of like, just like you know, the most disturbing part to me about puking is the fact that you have to put your head in a toilet. And that's where fucking people take dumps. Mm. Like you're literally, because you have no other choice, putting mm. your head where your loved ones 
drop deuces on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just, I can't like, oh, like every time I puke, I've gone in there, it's just like, especially, and I know for the sake of argument, we said the five minutes and, you know, we didn't really clarify if we knew when it would end. So, you know, but you mm, just, even if I knew it would be over in five minutes, I would spend that five minutes like, oh, motherfucker. Like, you know, you're having to hold the toilet. Your head's right there. You just, fuck it. Oh, it's so gross. It's so gross to fucking put your head there knowing that like maybe 20 minutes ago, someone dropped a load in that toilet. Even if you don't touch the toilet, you're like over the threshold. Exactly. It's fucking gross. Uh, I guess you're right. And not to make another point for you, but you can also be doing other things while you're going diarrhea. You can be on your phone. For me, that was going to be my second point. You're fucking you're taking a dump. You can fucking have your cell phone, a book, magazine. You know, yeah, it's painful, but you're spending the time doing something else. You know, so yeah, you're on the toilet for 45 minutes, but you're fucking, you know, catching up on fucking, you know, all your fucking articles or reading a book, you know, you're, that 45 minutes will go pretty quickly. You know, if you're puking that five minutes, five minutes, you're never going to get back. You're just fucking puke. Cause there's nothing else you can do during that five minutes. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, then I would, I think my last point would be the, uh, the aftermath. I mean, puking is like what you have to brush your teeth. Sure. But, you know, if you're if you're going, you know, take 45 minutes. That's gonna leave your your butthole pretty raw from that uh from that wiping. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm not even gonna count that one. Oh god, I'm giving you this one because the you had the best one. Butthole <laughs> raw. Yeah. Oh my god, that was perfect. You think it's over, and then like 30 seconds later, it starts again. You just finished wiping. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you're right. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we gotta end there. Oh my god, for the first beer versus liquor podcast. May your butthole not be raw. <laughs> oh, have a good one. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go uh, at the college football stadium. and uh... I'm going to go pray my butthole doesn't get raw. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, I'll text you, dude. Later, y'all. Oh, my God.